0: This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 57. My name is Keno Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe that it's possible for people of faith to reach financial independence. You can expect one episode from me per week. During that time, I'm trying to help myself and uh, help you see what the Bible has to say about handling money, wealth, and all kinds of other things related to that. Last week, last time, last episode, I talked about the fact that rain is a good thing, right? Rain makes wheat, wheat makes flour, flour makes bread. But before all that, God makes it rain. Every good thing comes from him. So we need to always remember that. And I know that during this time, you know, it's, it's uh, near about the middle of November. In another month or so, we'll be right there. Christmas time, parties, gatherings, that kind of thing. Hopefully, we do remember the reason for the season, or at least what we should be thinking about. And it should be about Jesus. Jesus during that time. But of course I know that you know consumerism has taken over and it's about getting and spending and all these other things. And Christ seems to have been swallowed up in Christmas. That's unfortunate, but for me and you as Christians, we need to make sure that he is at the forefront, not just Christmas, but every single day. Now, during Christmas, like I said, there are gatherings, there are parties, and I don't know if you've ever heard of a Christmas gift exchange game. It's called the White Elephant. Now, in case you haven't, Wikipedia says that the goal of a White Elephant gift exchange is to entertain party goers rather than to gain a genuinely valuable or highly sought after item. I read that and I was like, (laughs) clearly Wikipedia has never played this game with the people I play with. So typically what happens is we, everyone brings a gift to the party. And when we play the game, we draw numbers, like let's say if there are 20 people, one to 20. And depending on Who's doing it? They may say, well, 20 is the last number to draw, or someone else may say, no, one is the last number to draw. So, what happens is all the gifts are under a tree or on a table or something, and the first person picks the gift from the tree. The next person gets to decide do I want that gift that this person just picked, or will I go under the tree or the table and just get a, a fresh gift? Now, typically what happens when I played it is that there's one particular gift that everybody wants. It goes from hand, from hand to hand, to hand, to hand. And the last person now has the opportunity to get that gift or whatever last gift is under the tree. But this can get Kind of crazy at times, right? Depending on who you who you play with. But today, I actually want to elaborate on the fact that many of us are too busy comparing ourselves to others or what we think others have that we miss what God is doing in our lives and what God has given to us. Now, recently I read an article from a website called betterup.com and the article is called stop comparing yourself to others do these 10 things instead so i've adjusted the list a little and i've reduced it down from 10 to just 4 items so here's my list four ways to stop comparing yourself to others I think the first thing or number one on my list is stop spending tons of time consuming social media. Okay, now I'm not typically a social media person, but I have Instagram at this point. I did Facebook briefly, but I'm not doing it right now. I'm on LinkedIn, but you know. That's about the extent of my social media prowess. But I remember, I think the first time that I went on to Instagram, and one of the very first persons that reached out to me, um, a friend of mine, he lives in the States, and he said to me in a message, direct message, he says that I should be there to create and not consume. And since then, I've... Held on to that, there have been some times that I have been more a consumer and instead of a creator. But what he said to me still rings true for me because when I consume, I just waste tons of time. But when I create, I know why I'm there. I talk about godliness with contentment on Instagram. And I comment on other people's posts to Tell them about Jesus. I need to create and not consume. Consuming takes me down a rabbit hole. It's a time waster. And there's plenty of trouble on Instagram that you can get into, right? Like most social media, tons of trouble is there. So stop spending tons of time consuming social media. Create, not consume. Secondly, Remember that inside and outside are different. What do I mean? Well, what we see on the outside of people can deceive us. Not that the people are trying to deceive us, right? Well, some of us are, some of them are, sorry, but sometimes they're not. They're just doing what they're doing. But we just don't know the truth about why they look so good. So we should not be comparing who they are on the outside to us because who they are on the outside is not necessarily who they are on the inside. And we want to be able to compare apples to apples, right? Not apples to oranges. Have you ever played that game apples to apples? Anyway, different story. But inside and outside are different. So we see people on the outside, but who they are on the inside is different, right, most times. And So we cannot just be enamored by what they look like on the outside without knowing who they are. I mean, I know we're not God uh, in in this sense that he, he knows he can see on the inside. We can't, but we get carried away looking at the outside, how good they look, when a lot of times there's so much trouble on the inside and they need a lot of help. But we, we look at the outside and we say, oh, I want to look like them, right? Now, nah. we need to be who we need to be. So inside and outside are different. Thirdly, count your blessings. We can forget sometimes how God has blessed us, especially when we look at others and say, boy, they look good when the truth is God has done amazing things in our lives. If we just look at them, then we could miss out or forget how God's blessed, how he's blessed our family, right? Our our marriage relationship, our children, and most importantly, that we have a relationship with him. That we will never give up for anything. But when we see what people look like. Sometimes we could forget God's been blessing us amazingly. And when we, think, when we think about that, when we remember it, we'd never give that up, no matter how good people look. But we just need to remember. We need to count our blessings. And then the fourth thing is that we need to look at what we have in our hand. There's a passage in Exodus 4 I want to read from verses 1 through 5, but we'll focus on what it says there in verse 2. Let me pull it up quickly here. So Exodus 4. Moses answered, he's answering God, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, Throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. So a little bit of background. Moses has this encounter with God. You may have uh, heard of the burning bush, right? So this was a little after that. Um, Same time, but, you know, I guess the, the bush has stopped burning, hopefully at this point. But God is sending Moses to set the people free sending him to to Pharaoh. But Moses has doubts, many doubts. God shows Moses that there was no need to doubt. Here, God turns the staff into a snake and then back into a staff again. Later, Moses would use this very staff to part the Red Sea. Then later, when the people needed water, right, Exodus 17, God instructed Moses to strike the rock so that water would come out and, you know, people can get water and their flocks, etc. Numbers 20 was a different story altogether. In that case, God told Moses to speak to the rock. Moses, you know, got, got his wires crossed there a little bit. But Moses would do many great things. And it all starts here as God asks Moses about what he has in his hand. When we compare ourselves to others, sometimes we neglect to see what God has given us as talents and skills, the abilities that he has given us. And Deuteronomy 8 says to produce wealth. We forget, we can forget our blessings. Let me ask you, What do you have in your hand? Do you realize that what you have in your hand is different from what everyone else, including me, has in their hand? We need not focus on comparisons and competition, but instead, creativity. Now, typically I'm not the most creative person, right? I'm not a an artist, right? I cannot draw. Um, in, in high school I got an F in art. So <laughs> you know, so that's that's a waste. Can't paint, can't draw. My children, on the other hand, both of them, they can do all sorts of things. They can paint, they can draw. You know, my son wants to be an architect. I'm like, where does he get that from? Clearly not from me. But my creativity Comes in a different form. But when we focus on comparison and competition, we forget how God's blessed us. Now, I've said before that we should all be imitators of Jesus Christ and imitate what we see in others that's like Jesus. So I'm not saying don't imitate, we need to imitate things that are good but we don't need to compare ourselves to others sometimes that can get kind of weird you be who God has called you to be I didn't say you do you I said you be who God has called you to be and the truth is sometimes we don't know what does he call me to be what am I supposed to be doing? Well, ask Him to show you. Spend time in prayer asking Him to show you. Well guys, that's all I have for you today. I encourage you to join me next week as we talk more about money and the Bible. And I know this one today was not necessarily money, but you know, it's, it's all related to it, you know how we look at people and we compare ourselves to them because they have money or wealth, or at least that's the way it looks. When God has blessed us with so many um, blessings, money can't even compare to how God has blessed us. Also, invite your friends, tell your family to listen to the podcast, tell them search for godliness with contentment wherever they listen to the podcast. Kino Hana, signing off, saying, check you later.